So why did Jesus put this uh, invitation to his disciples today and, and also to us? The harvest is rich, but the labourers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send labourers to his harvest. Why would Jesus invite them to uh, ask the Lord for labourers? I'm going to give uh, three reasons. The first reason is that Jesus' heart is all about communion. His whole mission was about restoring relationship uh, between people and God. All of his healing ministry, all of his, uh, his preaching ministry, it was all uh, aimed towards this goal, restoring communion, restoring relationship between people and God and people with one another. You see, in God's design, it's this communion, it's this relationship which is the source of all blessing and all life and all hope. That's the first reason why Jesus asks us to ask the Lord to send labourers into the harvest because of his shepherd heart, because of his desire for us to flourish to be back in communion. The second reason is that uh, we are created to cooperate not only in God's work of creation and stewarding the earth, as we see in the book of Genesis, but we're also created to cooperate with God's work of redemption. And we're reminded about that in Sunday in the Gospel, right? Remember, Jesus sends out his 72 he says, go out and, and heal and bring the good news. Bring hope to people's lives. Go and be light in the world. And you notice he, he did that not just with the 12 disciples, but the 72. In other words, all of us, we're all sent. We're all created to cooperate in God's work of redeeming and healing and blessing the world. In God's plan, we are all, each one of us, are an important extension of his loving, healing, saving presence. You are the light of the world. No one lights a, a lamp and puts it under a bowl. It goes on the stand where everyone can see. So go out and let your light shine so that people will see it and give glory to the Father in heaven. All right? We're all created to cooperate in God's work of redemption. The third reason Jesus invites us to pray for labourers is because when, when we do cooperate with God, when we do play our part in God's work of healing, redeeming, blessing the world, it's then that we discover our deepest power and our fullest joy. And again, we're reminded of that on Sunday, weren't we? When the disciples came back after being sent out, they were full of joy, weren't they? Oh, Jesus, you should see what happened. <laughs> the devils were submitting to us in your name. There is a very unique joy that comes from saying yes to how the Lord's leading us, to being generous in response to God's call in our lives. It's what helps us to access a, a, a power uh, and, and a life and, you know, a joy that can't be experienced in any other way except from saying yes to the Lord. 
Jesus knows that. That's why he's inviting us to be, to cooperate with him, to work with him. So if we want to follow Jesus, there clearly is a demand on us. We can't avoid that, right? Jesus makes it very clear a number of times in the Gospels. <laughs> it costs us something. And, and at times it'll um, put us, it'll confront us with our fears and, and it'll be uncomfortable. But the promise is that uh, even though there is a cost, we will get everything in return, everything. The contrast to that is, um, you know, if, if we're not really interested in a God that asks anything from us, then we could just replace God with an idol, which, of course, is what God's people have done over and over and over, and, of course, we do in our own lives too, right? We're reminded of that in the first reading today. Uh, God is speaking to his people through the prophet uh, uh, Hosea, and uh, he's challenging them because of, you know, they've, they've replaced him with, with an idol, you know? They've, they've fashioned their own God of silver or bronze or gold, now, if we replace God with an idol, uh, that God will demand nothing of us, right? It's got no life in it. I guess that's why we like idols, because we can sort of control those gods. <laughs> they ask nothing of us, right? But here's the thing with idols, as we're reminded in the first reading today from the prophet Hosea. Uh, they may not ask anything of us, they might not demand anything of us, but they give us nothing in return. In fact, they ultimately destroy us, right? And that was the, the, the word of the prophet today. They have set up kings, but not with my consent, and appointed princes, but without my knowledge, out of their own silver and gold, they have made idols which are doomed to destruction. The psalmist, with their hands they cannot feel, with their feet they cannot walk. Their makers will become like them. So will all who trust in them. So if when, we, when we turn to idols, we, they may not demand anything of us, but we become like them. We are we, we, um, useless. <laughs> Without life. So the encouragement today is um, simply to uh, be open to how the Lord might be inviting you at this time in your life to cooperate in his work of healing, redeeming and blessing the world. I encourage you to, to pray into that today and, and ask God just to give you someone or, or what, what is it that God is calling you to do? so that you might cooperate in him and access that fullness of, of power and life and blessing.